0: Hey, everybody! Guess what? We forgot to mention this during the actual recording of the episode, but this episode is episode 99. And because we don't know what to do, if anything, special for episode 100, we figured, what the hell? Let's throw this out. Send us an email at at the dads at (laughs) parttimejerdsfulltimedads.com. And we'll read it on the show, and it'll be fun. You can tell us that we suck, or it would be like, Hey, I like the show. It could be your favorite memory, or whatever. I don't care. Send us something fun. It'll be great.
1: This is almost exactly how we handle our real-life anniversaries, too. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. We'll take them out to dinner, I guess? Eh, we'll Maybe, figure yeah. it
0: out. We'll figure it out. It's yeah. like Valentine's Day. Laura's birthday is like the week before Valentine's Day. So she's like, you don't need to do anything for Valentine's Day. So I just never think of doing oh, anything man, for Valentine's Oh, man, you're Day. so
1: lucky. I hate Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah. But anyway, episode 100. We'll see you in a week. Send your stuff in to... The dads at full dot com or on our Twitter, Facebook accounts at PT Nerds FT Dads. It'll be fun. It will be, hopefully, as long as
1: people write in. Unless we don't get any emails, then, then who knows what'll happen? You yeah, know?
0: then we'll just do a regular episode and, yeah. and, and cry into our beers. Hmm. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Ladman, And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How
1: are you doing, sir? Doing well, Mike. I'm noticing things look a little different over on your side of the webcam.
0: Yeah, things are very different on my side of the webcam. <laughs> if this only we had done a video podcast, this week would have been a... An interesting one to watch, that is for sure. Yeah, but, uh,
1: you're giving off a real, like, after dark kind of vibe right now. Scantily clad, you know, dark room, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm in my wife beater, which... Mm-hmm. Are, do they still call these wife beaters? Are, I assume like, that, so. I, th- I know everything you know, is all PC changing names and such. Not usually something I would wear. I, I only wear it as, like, an undershirt or, in this case when I'm exceptionally hot. And that would be the case here. On Saturday, our air conditioner died. <laughs> nice. And also, here's another one extra thing that I don't normally have. This is a very large alcoholic drink.
1: Oh, okay. So you're getting toasted for this uh, this podcast. <laughs> Not trying
0: to get toasted, but it's the biggest, coldest drink in the house. So I don't give a
1: shit. I'm but, drinking but it. But Mike, alcohol dehydrates you. This is the worst thing you could drink. <laughs>
0: yes. But I don't care because it's nice and cold right now and that's it makes me feel good.
1: Right, okay.
0: So, yes, big cold alcoholic drink. Basically, what happened? Mm. I take another drink because I'm thirsty and I'm it's cold. You know, it's nice, it's refreshing. You see. Mm-hmm. So Saturday, I'm doing my usual watching of William. I'm making dinner, and I notice that it's hot. Like hotter than normal when I'm making dinner. So I pull up the Nest app on my phone and it says that the the house is set to 23, but it's currently 25 in the house. I'm like, that's, what the hell? That's way too high for what it should be set at. Mm-hmm. So I pumped it down a little bit and, uh, and I'm sitting there and I'm cooking dinner. I'm like, man, it's hotter still. And I check the phone again and it's like, it's 26 degrees. I'm like no, this is the opposite of what I want to happen. And then Laura comes up because she's finished work and I'm in the middle of finishing making dinner and and she's like, it's hot up here. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding. Check out the thing. It's it's the thermostat. It seems like it's weird. She looks at the thermostat. It's 27 degrees. And this is like in an hour's time period. Right, right. And so Laura's like, huh. And then she walks to the back of the house and then she walks back and she's like, I can't hear the air conditioner. And I'm like, oh, God, (laughs) because that would explain why it's been getting hotter and not colder. So Laura goes outside and sure enough, the air conditioner is not running. And I found out a fun fact about the air conditioner, the outside air conditioner. You know, that's not called an air conditioner.
1: Oh, what is it, like the intake unit or something?
0: It is an air condenser is what that
1: oh, is called. Oh, wow. Yes, I found that <laughs> out.
0: I found that out because I was Googling prices on replacements. Right. Because, you know, I, I just kept Googling air conditioners and not getting results. And I'm like, what the hell? What What is this? Mm-hmm. Not, not that I ever thought in a second that I would be able to repair it and replace it myself. No, no. I just wanted a general idea of what I was in for. Kind right, of thing. right. I mean... For all I know, there's just, like, a motor is wrong and can be replaced, and that's not so bad. Or, like, some line is frozen. It's not that, because we tried to turn it back on, and that didn't work. If it was something that needed to thaw out, it definitely has had time to thaw out. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it could be nothing. It could be we need to get the entire damn thing replaced. We don't know. When we moved into the house, The the, the our HVAC guy estimated it was probably around 17 years old.
1: Yeah, that's pretty old. Yeah, he's
0: like he's like I would just run it into the ground. Like because we asked him like should we just buy a new one and he's like I would run this into the ground because you'll probably get another 5 years out of it. And we really hoped we would get another 5 years out of it. We got
1: 4 years out of it. Yeah, that's that's close enough, I would say. Like we thought
0: like we were thinking about getting a new one or or maybe even moving next year, which would like completely either like you get a new one or we just don't get one. Kind of a thing. It becomes the person who lives here's problem, kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. But now and now it's our problem, and we got to figure out what to do. And even better, I mentioned that we have an HVAC guy. We like this HVAC guy. We've had him a few times. He's come and he's fixed our furnace because again, our furnace was just as old as our air condenser. So we assumed that, you know, sooner or later, it was going to go in the same direction. But he he came over one time and he fixed our furnace. He actually came and fixed our furnace twice, which makes you made the joke that. I guess, I guess he's not that good if he has to keep fixing it for you. But the first time he fixed it, actually, no, the, he didn't even fix it the one time he came over because we, we called him because we kept getting a weird noise from our furnace and he came to check it out. And of course, when he showed up, it didn't make any noise. And he very nicely did not charge us a thing for the house call, even though he was there for like half an hour or so. Right. Anyway, what ended up happening was what he did to fix and then, weirdly enough, break our furnace was that noise that we had him come investigate was the fan belt. Like the fan in the furnace. Yep. Yep. Slowly dying. And what had happened was that he looked at it and he goes, Oh, this is just very dirty. We're going to give your furnace a thorough cleaning. And we're like, Perfect. Sounds good. He cleaned the furnace and he did a great job cleaning it. So great, in fact, that because we had a, a clean fan, it spun faster and it spun so fast that it wrecked itself.
1: sounds like a real piece of shit Mike
0: well basically it had spent so much time running poorly that it was like saving itself right you know like like it it wasn't reaching the breaking point because it was running poorly right and then when it ran good it got to the breaking point fast so it went from it went from being like oh we fixed it to like the next day it was broken and it was like what and then he came and he he fixed that too I mean if if he was a crook He just would have told me it was broken and fixed it in the first place. He wouldn't have like, sabotaged it. That's stupid.
1: No, that would be stupid. You're right. Yeah, (laughs) I I would hope I would hope he wouldn't be that kind of person.
0: No, no. But what we called him regarding our our air conditioning situation. And wouldn't you know it? He's on vacation out of town until September.
1: Until September. Damn. So are you going to are you going to wait for him, Mike? Are you just going to phone somebody else?
0: Well, that's the thing. We had a lot of discussion about whether or not we, we call somebody else because like, that's a long time to wait. We kind of are in the middle of a heat wave. I don't know if you can hear it. Every time I lift up my arms, I sort of like peel away from the chair. Right. But we, we decided what we were going to do is because like we know him, we trust him. We are going to we're going to wait. And there's only two days that it's supposed to be really hot. And then it's supposed to kind of rain for the rest of the week and cool down. So we got some fans out of storage, and hopefully, I don't know if you can tell, I have a, a visitor. Oh, yeah. a
1: I, can, I can see this cat walking in front of you.
0: Yeah, normally, normally when I record the show, I don't have the door open so that we can stop this exact, exact situation from happening. But Laura needed to have a shower, and I didn't want to wait, keep you waiting. So I have the door open so that she can come at some point and collect the baby monitor, right. which has in turn let the cat in who is now walking all over the desk. (laughs) And I really hope he just doesn't hit the keyboard and stop recording the show. Uh,
1: Yeah. Just, just check your, check your
0: settings just real quick,
1: Mike, make sure he didn't press anything.
0: They're all good. He, he, he sniffed my alcoholic drink and went away. (laughs) So we decided we're going to wait. We're going to get some fans out of storage. We actually went, Laura went to Canadian tire and grabbed some new fans. Now he's knocking stuff over. And what ended up happening? I couldn't believe this too. We had one of those tower fans, you know, those big, tall ones that spin back and forth. And we've had that fan since we lived together in the apartment, because the apartment, when Laura and I lived together, that apartment didn't have air conditioning. It only had heating. So in the summer, we were at the mercy of opening the windows and this enormous fan that we bought. Well, because of the new house had air conditioning, we never really used the fan. It just sat in storage for five years. So we've had that fan for 10 years, but it's been sitting unused for four years, essentially, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So we bring this fan up and we put it in William's room because it's the best fan in the house. We want to make sure that William is comfortable at night or when he's playing in his room. So William, of course, sees his fan. What the hell's this thing? Wants to know what it is. The fan is doing its oscillation of going back and forth. William just grabs it. It goes and now it doesn't turn
1: anymore. <laughs> what a horrible son you've raised! I yeah. <laughs> so my assumption
0: is because it's an older fan, like I said, it's like a it's ten years old. This fan. Yeah. My assumption is is when he grabbed it, the little mechanism that does the spinning inside just snapped.
1: Yeah, it's probably just a little plastic gear or something to lost yeah. some teeth. Yeah.
0: So I would say that it just broke inside when when he grabbed it because he did not grab it hard. He just stopped it from turning, and it went, and then it just started going.
1: nice nice. and
0: turns no more so yeah so that was fun so we're down we got two more fans at canadian tire one is actually pointed at me just off camera so just just a wee fan but it's keeping me pretty cool at the at the moment and then the two big fans are upstairs one in williams room and one in keeping the the upstairs a little bit more moved around and then all of these fans will be moved to the bedroom when it
1: comes time to sleep. sure yeah absolutely man what a saga mike yeah,
0: so we are waiting. We're waiting. We'll see if we can make it till September. We got seven more days? We got a week to make it?
1: Well and then you then you hope it's a repairable thing and then you hope that they get the part soon. <laughs> and it's yeah. not like gotta wait two weeks for that part. Yeah, hopefully. Did did you make sure the breaker didn't just pop? Yes, I did check Okay, good, I did. Good. I, I was hoping it wasn't something that silly.
0: Yeah. My my worry is, is I'm not sure which breaker it is. Like I looked and all of the breakers are not, none of them are flipped. Oh, well, there you go. So I know for a fact that it didn't flip the breaker, but part of me was like flip it off and on again and see if it matters. Like you see if that changed anything, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure which breaker is, is the outside air condenser. Cause like we labeled them all as much as we could. You know, like, because we, when we moved in, they weren't labeled. They weren't labeled no, of at course. all. So we basically spent a day, one day, just flicking them all off. And one of them would be like, it's the bedroom, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> and then we'd write down what it was on a, on a piece of tape that's above the sticker. Yeah. Well, there's there's three that are not labeled because when we flicked them, we have no idea what they turned off. So, so it, it could be one of the three. And I didn't want to rush and roulette it and see if, like just in case we turn off something that's important kind of a thing. <laughs> so
1: That's that's fair. Yeah. I've actually been going through mine as we do like rentals of the house and I've drawn a floor map of our whole house and I'm marking what every individual socket and light switch is on because of course, you know, why would all the switches and sockets in one bedroom be on the same breaker? No, no, you got to do like 50, 50, right? That's, that's the right way to do it, I guess. So
0: yeah, there's a few that are very interesting. Like, The fridge is not on the same breaker as the rest of the kitchen. Yeah. Like, why? (laughs) The fridge is
1: supposed to be on its own and the microwave is supposed to be on its own. Nothing else should be on that breaker. Yeah. I know that from Russ, an electrician.
0: Oh, look at that. Fancy. I should check my my stickers and make sure that it's just the (laughs) microwave.
1: Yeah. Now, just because it's supposed to be like that doesn't mean it actually is. Exactly.
0: uh, That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. But yeah, that's been the, the, the craziness going on here. I mean I got other crazy stuff going on that was kid related, if you want me to just
1: continue. Well, I was gonna say, Mike, we have been replacing all of our appliances too.
0: <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. I've seen the I've seen the pictures.
1: Yes, our oven uh died months ago and we have kind of been like so the stovetop still works but the actual oven part does not heat up anymore right so we've been making do for a while because we have a toaster oven as well but it kind of got to the point where it's like we need to cook larger batches of things than our small toaster oven can provide for us so we finally plunked down the money and bought a brand new stove and everything and it's fantastic and wouldn't you know mike the day after our dishwasher decides to die (laughs) of course of course so now it's like oh good we have to buy a new dishwasher as well and we had recently replaced our washer and dryer I think late last year so pretty much it's just the fridge now fridge and microwave that's the last two that could possibly die on us uh, sometime sometime soon but I hope not
0: well that's like I feel like we're lucky in the sense of our oven our fridge and our microwave were bought for the house when they flipped it
1: Right, okay, yeah.
0: I think that we'll be okay in that sense. Our washer and dryer, we bought ourselves when we moved in. But our furnace, our furnace is a relic of a bygone yeah. era. It's got some interesting things. Like, I look at it sometimes and I'm just like, how did this get okayed? You know, it's like, <laughs> just, just way, the way some of the pipes are and stuff. That's yeah, no
1: wrapping in amongst each other, yeah.
0: Well, there's just like looking at our, our our duct system in certain areas of the house. Like, there's a duct in the corner of this room. It's not actually connected to the rest of the system. It's literally just an air vent on this side of the wall that connects to an air vent on the other side of the wall. And it's yeah. the only way that the ventilation comes into this room.
1: So, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a sketchy flip decision right there. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah. the official thing. But I was going to say, like, I I wish we could just get a repair guy to come out and take a look at some of the appliances and everything. But it's just so goddamn expensive. Like, it's crazy. Like, for our stove or our oven, sorry, it was three to four hundred bucks just to get them to walk through the door. And we were pretty sure we knew what it was. And so the cost to repair it was like five or six hundred dollars on top of that, or it just literally was not repairable. Right. So it was like, well, I guess we'll just buy a new one. And it was the same with the dishwasher. It's like, this is, I, I hate throwing away stuff that's otherwise seems to be in good shape. But I mean, I guess. You got to do what you got to do, right? That's the society in which we live today.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing that when we came to looking into other repairmen for the the air conditioner, I I would look at a few places and the reviews would all be because it's all Google reviews, right? And it's all out of five stars. And it didn't matter what place you looked at. Even if it was like 4.9 stars, there was always going to be one review that was like that came into my house.
1: And they were crooks, you know, like just. Yeah, that's every online review of all time. Yeah, But
0: there was one. I was looking at this one and it was actually the one that was closest to our house. And I was like, oh, do I call this one just because they'll get here faster? I mean, either way, we also decided we weren't going to call them over the weekend because it would just be even more expensive. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at this place and one of the reviews was I'm an engineer. The only reason that I didn't fix this myself is because I do not have either the parts or the tools. I know exactly what was wrong with my air conditioner and I called them and I told the guy, this is what's wrong with it. And he walked over and he stared at it and he walked back and said, you're going to have to replace the entire thing. Yeah. He's like, get out, get out of my house. And I'm like, <laughs> ah, okay. I don't know. Like if, if, even though it's one sketchy one out of like, out of like 50 great ones, it's still like, that's really sketchy, you know? Yeah it's it's yeah i mean that's why I, we're like gonna go with the dude that we trust it's kind of a thing even though it's like well, all right we'll sweat it out sweat hogs for a few days yeah you know?
1: yeah well just make sure you open your windows at night and keep them closed during the day mike that's the best that's, thing you can do
0: that's what we've been doing yeah
1: well there you go what expensive sauna you now own oh yeah no kidding
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I got all the like you described it as, as after dark. What we didn't mention is I have a, none of the lights on in the room. I am lit entirely by my monitor because this room, and it is, this has always been the case with this room, this room gets hot with the light on in here. I mean, first of all, there's, there's three computers in this room. There's the yeah. one I record on, there's my work laptop, and Laura's laptop. That's already running at a premium right there for the for the heat in this room the light over top it always gets hot in this room when with that light on so it's just like nope no lights at all in this room let's keep <laughs> it as as temperature low as we can in this room it's already like the hottest room in the house because all the computer stuff so yeah it's like so I'm sitting in the dark talking to Chris
1: in a tank top yeah we're not even sure of the pants situation I'm just a, I'm just hoping I'm praying that you are have pants or shorts on but We'll never know. I can neither confirm or deny <laughs> that there are pants
0: underneath the frame, but yeah, I mean, otherwise, it's actually been it's been a pretty eventful week with with the kiddos. William got his first haircut. Oh, nice! Yeah, so he doesn't look like a wild child anymore. And how did he handle it? Exactly, exactly how I expected he would.
1: Okay, and what was that?
0: So we went, we went to the same place that you guys went.
1: Yes, pom poms. Yeah.
0: And basically you sit in the little car and they have the little TV and we walked in and I said, can you put the little TV on the wiggles? And she said, yes. And she flipped it to the wiggles and William just sat there in a trance where she did whatever she wanted to him. And, and then she was done and he was like, what? Like he didn't even notice, did not even notice.
1: <laughs> well, it's good though. Better than the opposite, right? I mean, we
0: use the wiggles to, to, Keep him distracted while we trim his toenails and stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you want him to do something that involves him sitting still, then you put on the wiggles, you know, that's the only way to get it to work. Right. And, and the only way he'll, he'll be like, no, don't, is if like you're standing in front of him and then he'll be like, Whoop you know, like (laughs) off to the side.
1: Yeah. Get out of the way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's really it. Like the, if otherwise he'll he'll just sit and watch the Wiggles and let you do whatever you want to him. So that's exactly what we did. Is we just took him there, we put on the Wiggles, and he got himself a little haircut.
1: Well, that's good. So he's looking like a little stud now. Yeah, he looks
0: he looks good. Laura was very disappointed that we took him to daycare and none of the women at daycare noticed that he got a haircut. And I was like, do you notice when I get a
1: haircut? She's like, sure. <laughs> yeah don't they have like 60 kids uh, there's a lot of kids there
0: yeah well no she wasn't like that I didn't tell her I didn't say that to her although right now I feel like if I got a haircut she would definitely notice
1: well yeah but with how long my COVID hair is I, I, would, I would hope so <laughs> yeah, especially if you get a cut to your normal length
0: <laughs> oh man I'm, I'm such a, I'm at the point now where I really don't know what to do with it why don't you just get a haircut
1: Mike I don't well, understand this. I
0: know but when I get a haircut what am I doing am I getting it am I just trimming it so that it's still long or do I putting it back to my old length? You know, that's the question. Because, because depending on the day, my hair looks very nice, long, and depending on the day, I want to shave the entire damn thing off because it won't get out of my face. Right. It's 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 something I got to figure out, and I don't know what to do. You know, like some days I look like Kurt Russell, and then some days I look like carrot top. So <laughs> it's like, what do you do, right?
1: What what a stressful life you lead, Mike. It, it gives
0: me it gives me anxiety, but not as much anxiety as as making my desk into a workable space sometimes does. <laughs> but other stuff with William, he's gotten to the point now where he's drinking cups like we've eliminated all straw cups. Nice. So so he's a big boy, two handing his drinks, and I mean 50-50 shot on whether he's going to dump the entire thing on his chest, but he's trying and he's doing a pretty good job with it. But the best part about it is every time he drinks, he's like like every time
1: oh yes yeah
0: yeah and it's pretty funny so but he does it even when he's like drinking out of an empty cup he'll drink an empty cup and go "Ah." he just likes doing that "Ah," sound
1: nice so this is like around dinner time and that kind of stuff because i imagine you don't carry open lidded cups on the road with you
0: no no we have a we have a the 360 cup that we still carry around for that kind uh, of stuff. Oh, okay, yeah but, yeah, but yeah, like at dinner and breakfast and stuff, he'll get like a, a cup. I mean, he drinks he drinks a, a take care in a regular cup. hmm It was kind of like, well, let's get us doing it in there too. Yeah. At some, at some point, right? So, and also before I, I turn it over to you to talk about any Ben-related topics you might have, Laura casually mentioned like four times today that she wants me to, not, not mention specifically, but she's like, you know what you could talk about? That I did a Halloween decoration for the house. Cause Laura, as we know, Laura's obsessed with Halloween. Yep. And she decided to start her Halloween decorations very early and has made a very large Halloween diorama in our dining room area. You know, there's that dresser kind of thing up in the front that has like the record player on it. Yep. Yeah, well, she's completely redone it. She cleaned it all up. We we it had become a trash pile for a really long time. You know, like we had papers and we're like, I don't know what to do with this. We just throw them on there, kind of a yeah. thing. So she cleaned the crap out of it and and made it into a Halloween diorama. There's this weird looking cat thing on there that looks like a you know the elf on the shelf. Yes. Think that if it was an evil black cat
1: hmm Halloween elf on a shelf yeah Halloween I, it was funny
0: I posted a thing on Instagram and it was uh you've heard of elf on a shelf now heres and then it was a zoom in on the cat's face and it was like I'm gonna kill you your sleep
1: <laughs> and Laura thought
0: I was making fun of it and I'm like come on it's a creepy face I'm just yeah making, it's a joke I'm not yeah, it's like, it's
1: justified you. yeah
0: yeah I'm not being like I hate this and I hate you you know it's
1: it was just being a silly do you think Halloween will happen this year because I sure don't think so
0: we we're actually just talking about this with our neighbors because we were outside talking to them, and the topic came up as like you sit on your porch, and then there's a table in the middle of your driveway that's got like a big ass bowl of candy on it, mm-hmm. and then you, the kids can come and take it, and you just kind of stand there and like don't take ten pieces, you know, like kind of police them from far away. But then
1: are, are the kids intermingling with their little germy fingers all in the bowl?
0: I guess I. I there you go. Good point. <laughs> You've <laughs> right? ruined that idea, right? Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I know. I was. It was funny because I was thinking about the same thing the other day. Maybe we were inspired by your Instagram post or not, but it was like, I don't know if Halloween will even happen. Will they Will they recommend not doing it? I don't know. Tell you what. This is what we'll do. Is we'll keep all the candy
0: in a box so that we don't touch it between now and Halloween. Well, not right now because if I put chocolate in my house, it's just going to melt. Yeah. Or I'll eat it. So, either or. Oh, it. I'll eat it even if it's melted. But anyway, take the candy. We don't open it until the day of Halloween. And we wear we wear medical gloves so that we don't actually touch the Halloween candy. And then we put out several plates on the table instead.
1: Oh, there you go. Now and you're then thinking. You,
0: you put them on the plates using your gloves. And then as kids come, you direct them to a plate. And then you put it on the plate. And that way the kids are not intermingling with you know, other kids grabbing other candies because they, they only get what's on the plate.
1: I was going to suggest like barbecue tongs and you can pick it up out of the box and like fling it at them <laughs> so you can maintain your distance, but you're also not touching the candy in any way. Seems like a lot less work than what I suggested. Uh, maybe, too, so. maybe, but probably some sort of child abuse thing could happen if you happen to mistoss your, your candy ba- or candy cane or candy bar, not candy cane, it's wrong season.
0: How are we going to do Christmas? No, Christmas <laughs> probably still happen. I mean, we got bubbles now, right?
1: Yes. I, I don't think Christmas will be a problem, but yeah, because Halloween is like you intermingle with everybody, but who knows? We'll figure it out, Mike. Yeah, we got this. Yeah, we're robust.
0: Yeah, I'm only half a halfway through
1: this general <laughs>
0: alcoholic drink. Yeah,
1: we'll do a drinking podcast one time, and then we will solve a lot of problems. Let me tell you. I
0: used to do that. I used to do it on my old podcast. Every year at Christmas, we would do a drinking episode. Yeah. Where you would get absolutely hammered and then just talk. And those episodes ended up being three hours long.
1: That was a long
0: ass episode. And we're absolutely tanked. And uh, they were usually really funny because we were just a mess. But yeah, I don't know if I want to do
1: that for this. (laughs) (laughs) No, a little too personal. Yeah. Uh,
0: Well, not even that. I just can't handle my alcohol. I'm 36 now, Chris. I can't handle my alcohol like I could. You know, five years ago. <laughs> in, in what
1: way? Okay, because I find I can't drink that much anymore because my stomach, like, lit, I will wake up at like one or two in the morning and it'll be aching. Even if I just have like two beers, uh, all of a sudden I'll feel like aching and it'll be awful. Like, is it the same kind of thing?
0: On Saturday night, I had a Jack and Coke and pizza, two yeah. slices of pizza. And I was exactly like you said. I was up for like two hours, just like uh, like uncomfortable and, and bloated. Yeah, and just.
1: it's weird. I, cause at first, I thought it was just beer because that seems to be what gets me. But I don't know. I think it's expanding to everything. But at the same time, I can drink one. One is fine. But once I start going to two or three, that's it. I know I'm waking up in the morning or in the middle of the night uh, with some sort of stomach ache.
0: Yeah. After this is done, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of water to be drank, just so that I can feel a little bit better. Yeah, but we need yes. some
1: viewers to write in with suggestions on how we can how we can defeat this problem.
0: Yeah. How can I get drunk without being sick for three yeah, days? Yeah, without wanting
1: to die the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Hangover excluded in this instance.
0: Yeah, that, this is the advice that old parent dads want, want to know, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, that's right. Wives <laughs> always have their wine, but we have nothing because we can't drink anything right now.
0: Yeah, Laura's been drinking a lot of wine because of the whole <laughs> air conditioning thing too. Yeah, uh, It's how we cope.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's wine
0: right. and sitting in the dark. <laughs> it's
1: just, <laughs> yeah. It's been a with, lot of that. With pants that may or may not be on. We will never know.
0: You'll never know. Yeah.
1: You'll well, never know. Well, Mike, we had a exciting weekend. Uh, Henry came over and we had a a little cousin sleepover party. I know I'm, 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 I'm switching the topic from Pantsless Mike. Oh, yeah. no,
0: that's fine. That's fine. I was going to ask about this, actually, too, because I saw a post about Henry spending the night. Did he spend the night like into Monday? Like he spent Sunday into Monday?
1: No, Saturday to Sunday. Saturday okay, I,
0: I guess I just happened to see the post that, that Tiff made. Maybe she made it the next night or something. But I, I was, I could have sworn that it was like the Saturday, the Sunday night that I saw the post, and I was like, I would never offer to babysit someone else's kid if I had worked <laughs> the next
1: day. Never. No, no, uh, no. It was definitely Saturday to Sunday. So he came over Saturday morning and stayed more or less till lunchtime on Sunday. So it was, it was really good. It's strange. It's definitely a lot easier to watch two kids than one kid for like the majority of the day. But then once dinner time or or lunchtime or bedtime rolls around, then dear God, it's like 10 times as hard (laughs) because you're having to chase down two kids and you know, neither one of them want to go to bed and that kind of thing. So you have to settle one and then the other one gets mad and they have to go settle that one. And then by the time you do, the other one gets mad again. It's a, it was interesting. We put them down for a nap and all they did was look at each other. So Henry was in the pack and play. Ben was in his crib. We put him in the same room and they just looked at each other and yelled each other's names and jumped in the crib for 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> I saw the videotape, yeah.
0: Because Tiff's in a Snapchat of like the two of them just staring across the room at each other.
1: Yeah. So eventually, eventually we had to go in there and intervene and and move Henry to our, our other room. And he slept in there. But that was 20 minutes of both of them screaming because they're overtired, but they also want to play with each other. It was a mess. But bedtime was a lot better. Ben was definitely the instigator. Henry went to bed immediately. And then Ben, about every five minutes, would stand up and go, Henry! Henry! And then wait, and then Henry wouldn't respond so he'd lay back down. But then he'd wake back up like five minutes later and try to get Henry's attention again. Because they just want to play with each other, Mike. They just want to play.
0: Well, that's what cousins want to do. If they're good cousins, they want to spend time together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. It's good. It's still funny how different they are, but uh, sometimes it's nice to have the calm Henry in uh, in juxtaposition to crazy-ass Ben, but... uh, they both have their, their pluses and their minuses. I don't even remember what we had for dinner or anything like that. But it was all good. <laughs> they ate everything. That's I cool. probably had some other stories that I can't think of right now, but it was uh they do have a lot of fun playing with each other. It gets really cute to watch. So That's good. Yeah. Do
0: you can you just like let them run? Like put them on autopilot and off they go.
1: Pretty much. Yeah, because we well, we've redone our basement, right? And it's like ninety five percent done. So we've moved all of Ben's like big toys down there and we got a couple um I don't know what you would call them. Like they're not crash pads, but they're like those sort of like protective mats. You know, they're about like an inch thick. So if you fall, it's not you're not falling on hard wood, you're falling on like these sort of softer mats. Yep. So they run around on there and jump on them I and they have a little slide that they go down. And yeah, so you're more or less just there supervising. Because occasionally the problem will come up is that, you know, one of them finds a tractor or something, and then the other one wants the same tractor, and then they can't figure out who's gets to play with it and no matter what you do they both end up crying the way we worked around it was as tiff was teaching them how to share so they would either depending on what it was they were fighting over they would either get like okay you get like two or three goes at it and then the next person gets to do it or they would count to like 10 or 20 and then the other person would get a turn and that seemed to be okay as long as it was regulated but to answer your original question no generally they're good they just sort of do their own thing and, and it was fun yeah you should get your, get William introduced to their his cousins. Have them over oh, for he's, a sleepover.
0: He, he's, well, I don't know if, if we'd be able to pull off a sleepover. We don't have quite the space you <laughs> do. So I don't know if I'd be able to have two much older cousins. That's true. I mean, yeah, not the same age. Because Henry and Ben are very close in age. William, Finch, and Everett, there's a few years between all of them. That's so true. So it, it would be interesting to try and, and stick three of them in a room and see what happens. I know Finch would just be like, no, Uncle Mike, I can't be in here. This is a baby's room, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, Mr. B. Well, you take the master then and and Finch can, uh, or sorry, Finch can take the master bedroom. You take the couch, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, the couch folds out, right? Why not, right?
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, the big the big thing that I just remembered was I have a, a bike trailer now. We bought one I used off of Facebook because that's where all the best stuff is, I guess. Right. Um And they were just loving it. I threw them both in there. and We were going over speed bumps and cracks in the road. And every time you hit a bump, they both just started giggling. It was the cutest thing ever. Anyway, Mike, transition us. I was going to say with, I don't know if it's the
0: booze or the heat or what, but when you said bike trailer, I was like, is that like a movie trailer? Oh,
1: it's not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, not like a movie trailer at all. No, not even slightly, but
0: like an, like an actual trailer versus yes. a movie trailer. But hey, speaking of movies, movie trailers and movies,
1: there's a lot going on with movies these days. Yeah, we haven't talked about movies in like four or five months because there really isn't a lot to talk about
0: when it comes to movies. No, <laughs> the there really isn't.
1: Yeah, like you go to go. Oh, let's let's see what what movie we can rent from Cineplex. Oh, it's the same ones that have been there for the last four months. Yeah,
0: yeah, or maybe the one kids movie they got pushed out to because they didn't think it was going to make any money in theaters. Or yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, there's a lot going on in movies, especially this last weekend. This last weekend was DC Fandom, and a whole bunch of movie stuff got revealed, including the... I, and I still can't believe we haven't talked about this before now because it's such a weird thing in the movie industry, but that the Justice League Snyder cut had a trailer for the first time from the DC Fandom, And I got to say, it was very, very Zack Snyder, very Zack Snyder, that trailer with... All the slow mo and the weird cut to that odd song—that's very much Zack Snyder's yeah, trademark, sure. his
1: his his penmanship.
0: Yeah, he actually used the song from the sex scene that he used in Watchmen. He, like when he did Watchmen, there's a sex scene in it, and he played—it's the, the same song. And it was just like, what a weird choice. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I mean. Okay, well, first of all, there's a w- some weird things when it comes to the Zack Snyder Snyder cut thing. And I feel like, unfortunately, the the release the Snyder cut movement, all it really did was stroke Zack Snyder's ego to an enormous degree. Where like, I, I, I saw the, a post that was like, he used hallelujah because hallelujah, the Snyder cut has arrived kind of a thing. And it was like, is that why he used it kind of a thing? Maybe he introduced it in a panel. And I mean, I've seen a lot of Comic-Con panels over the years. There's Mm. a moderator and the moderator comes in and he's like, Hey, Zach, you made a movie. What do you think about it? That kind of thing. For the Snyder Cut panel, Zach Snyder was in charge of the Snyder Cut panel. And he brought in one of the main organizers of the Snyder Cut movement who basically was like, Oh, Zach, you're so great. Like the whole time. And it was like... (laughs) okay, maybe this is a little weird. And also, I saw a dude who criticized it on Twitter. He made a post that was basically like, I saw the trailer for the Justice League cut, and it doesn't look like a better movie. It doesn't look like a worse movie. It just looks like the same movie, is essentially what he wrote about it. And Zack Snyder saw this guy's tweet, looked up who he was, found that he did a review of Justice League, the Joss Whedon version of it, Pulled a quote from his review, threw it in his face, and then because the quote was like he rated it positively, and he said it's like every Saturday morning cartoon you've ever watched come to life. That's what he said about Justice League. Right. So just Zach Snyder said you said that Justice League was like Saturday morning cartoons. Well, this is for grownups, and
1: it's like, oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> it obviously cut him right to the core, Mike. Oh yeah, yeah. It's for grownups. Well, have, no, you, kids allowed. have you heard how long this Snyder Cut is? I have, and it's very jaw-dropping, that's for sure. Yes, it's a four-hour-long cut.
0: Yes, and, and there's this two options to watch yes. it. There's the four-hour-long episodes, or just watch it in one go in four hours.
1: Yes, so the, the I know the four-hour-long episodes are going to be hosted or available on HBO Max, Do you know, is the full movie also via HBO?
0: Yeah, I believe they're doing the episodes first, and then the full movie is rolling out slightly later. I think like... From the way I read into it, it's going to be episode, wait a while, episode, wait a while, episode, wait a while, episode, wait a while. And then the full four-hour cut will drop at the same time as the last episode. Oh,
1: okay. they're going to milk the shit out of this thing. Okay.
0: Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you, right? You want people to stick around. You don't want someone to buy the service, watch the Snyder Cut, and then end their free trial. You want them to stick around longer than the month. I mean, that's what happened with Game of Thrones. They always positioned the the launch of Game of Thrones to be near the end of your free trial. I remember that because I, yes. I had a free trial month of, of, I believe it was Crave, where it was like, oh yeah, you get two episodes of the seven episodes season of Game of Thrones. And it was like, jerks.
1: <laughs> That's why you need an army of pretend email addresses that you can just <laughs> rifle through just get all through. the free trials. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I mean, that was a, a big surprise because I don't think... It, I don't know. Did you think it would actually come? I just sort of assumed it was like a meme at this point.
0: I, I, I Everything I'd heard about it was like, it doesn't exist. There is no Snyder cut. He left the movie before it was finished. Yeah. Like, there was ex- existed, you know, footage that he'd shot that wasn't in the movie, but it was never put together in any sort of coherent way, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. But now, apparently, they're spending more money to finish the effects and- and and put the scenes that were cut from the film back in. <laughs>
1: yeah, times two. <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
0: Like from what I've heard about Zack Snyder, and this was true of other movies that he's done as well, is he's very much a person that like he writes the movie because usually he writes the movies that he does too, and then he cuts the movies down after he's filmed them. I feel like it's the opposite for most movies. They do a script and then they trim the fat and then and then they film the movie and then they trim the fat more if it's necessary. No, Zack Snyder films the script as written and then trims the fat from there, which is how you end up with a film like Batman v Superman Ultimate Cut that's like three and a half hours already. Yeah, like, I was
1: going to say, and it sounds a lot more expensive to do it that way.
0: Yeah, definitely. I can imagine it's, it's way more expensive, but we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. I, it's so funny, too, because... Like, I feel like there's a lot of people who think this is going to be an amazing film. And I feel like it's going to be just as good as the other one was, you know?
1: I, I, I'm with you. I think maybe it, it, the deviation is a, a little bit, might be a little better. might be a little worse. But I don't see it going from like a three-star movie to a five-star, you know, huge blockbuster hit, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I should watch the whole movie. I've seen maybe half the movie on just youtube clips Mm -hmm. because like when the movie came out on dvd somebody almost uploaded like every major scene in the movie into, into a into some youtube channel so i just watched it like i went through i watched like 45 minutes of the movie and i'm like i feel like i know what happened you know
1: like because <laughs> it was yes. all the major
0: beats right no like exactly
1: was, yeah you get a pretty good sense of what's going on yeah
0: yeah so i was like okay i feel like i've seen enough of this movie because i watched i watched batman v superman ultimate cut that's the only version of that movie i've ever seen and i remember spending the entire film being like why why <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> just just so many questions i had about what was going on in that movie but we'll see what ends up coming of the schneider cut in 2021 but also wonder woman 1984 there was some more of that trailer shown as well
1: uh, yes that's right uh, it has a release date too hold on i just look it yeah up versus
0: quick. the schneider cut which just has a general 2021 date
1: yeah, so the release date is October 2nd, so it's still about a month and a bit away, but not that far away. I know there's another major hit coming out, too, is Tenet yes, by the Christopher, Christopher Nolan, Nola movie, which I was very excited about. I know that's been, del- well, both of them have been delayed and pushed and, and whatever. And
0: I think Tenet was supposed to come out July 4th weekend, originally.
1: Yeah, and then they said uh, the 26th. I think they're aiming for this week, I believe so, unless they've adjusted that since the last time I updated my notes here, but... Uh, from what I've heard,
0: it's not something to rush out and see.
1: Really, I I I love Christopher Nolan movies. Like I don't have that many like favorite directors. I'm not that kind of movie watcher. But more or less, everything he makes, I'm like, this is a great movie. I love this movie. I, you one know, of
0: my one of my favorite movies that he's done is not actually one that gets talked about a lot, and that's The Prestige. Yeah,
1: well, it's because it's one of its early ones, right?
0: Well, he it was post Batman. Like I I can't remember if it was. I feel like it was before Dark Knight, but after Batman Begins.
1: Is it really that new? Or oh, sorry, comparatively new?
0: <laughs> yeah, Like I, I remember seeing it, and like I really liked. I really liked the Prestige. I really want to. I'm at this point where I'm like, I need to rewatch it too, because there's a really good cast in that movie. This is back in his day where he's like, I'm going to cast Michael Caine in absolutely every movie. Where he went on like a tear where, like, Michael Caine was in, like, six movies in a row that he made.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just looked it up, and it is, yeah, between Batman Begins and then uh, The Dark Knight. uh, Yeah, yeah, The Dark Knight, yeah. Yeah. But, like,
0: I've always enjoyed Christopher Nolan movies, but what I heard about this one is it's very, it's one of those, it's very divisive. There's a lot of people who are like, I really liked it, and then there's a lot of people who are like, it's not special at all. My favorite My favorite was one of the reviews was like, Tenet is a humorless drama. And it was like, what did you think it was?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it never promised to be anything else but that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, I can't think of a Christopher Nolan movie that was all those laugh out loud comedies he was making back in the 2000s. Yeah, I think
1: Dunkirk, hilarious comedy that way. Yeah, that was
0: like one with the pie scene. Amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, I, I assumed that Tenet would sort of follow along the lines of like Inception. Right, You know, like one of those sort of like thinking movies and you kind of walk away going like, what in the hell did I just watch? But I'm really into it, you know, like. Right. That's, that's what I'm hoping would be. I, I guess the big question is, Mike, I, I'm going to give my hand at a transition here is, are you ready to go back to the movies? Even though, you know, they've reduced how many people can sit in the theater and they clean everything and whatever. Like, are, are you mentally ready to put yourself back in a movie theater? Because I'll tell you, I don't think I'm there yet. I'm not there for restaurants. I'm not there for movie theaters.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Like, there's a lot of things that I'm not ready to go back to. I went to a KFC, like, on the weekend, and
1: I was, like, afraid for my life. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like <laughs> See, like, I, I, as far as food goes, I don't mind picking it up. Like that's fine. I'm in and out, whatever. No big deal. But it's like I'm I'm going to be sitting in a room with what, 100 people, 50 other people, you know, and, and and we've been cycling through they're playing like six movies a day in this theater. Like I don't know. I I don't think I'm there to and we should, you know, we should say we're also in Canada where it's not nearly as bad as it is in the US. But, you know, it, still kind of weighs on you a little bit oh definitely especially
0: like i mean it's in your face everywhere you look right like i wa- I walked to the park this morning and there's like people walking around with face masks on just in the park you know like and i'm not saying like oh my god i can't believe these people are wearing face masks it's what my point is is that it's always in your face you know yes, like it's, absolutely. It's, it's not that it's not that i think people are wrong or that i think that you know we're we're not taking correct precautions or anything i think it's i'm as a, as my own person, I'm not ready to go back. I love the movies. I love the theater experience so much. Like same with me. I like to go to the movies and eat a giant bag of popcorn and just sit in the dark and watch a loud, You know, a big loud movie for two hours. And you know, much like I'm sitting in the dark and having a conversation with you. It's, and a, I can it's be quite loud. So it's true. It's true. I only just need the popcorn,
1: and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm good
0: to go. But like. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's an experience that I love and I'm excited to get back to, but I'm still not mentally ready to go back to that experience yet.
1: Yeah, no, that's the exact same with me. So then the question is, Mike, is Mulan. Now you're familiar with Mulan and how Disney has done sort of their real life adaptation of it. Yes. It is getting released directly to digital through their Disney Plus service for $30 U.S. money. Do you think it's a big hit? doing it that way, like movie aside, do you think it kind of gets the same traction and the same like box office numbers, or is this going to be a kind of a one and done big mistake sort of situation?
0: I feel like it's going to be successful. And then I feel like they're going to roll out black widow under this same, same model. I feel like black widow might come in at a higher price point. And I feel like black widow will come in at a higher price point because of people like the guy I saw on the internet, who said will I watch Mulan that comes out on Disney Plus for this much money? Yes. Would I watch Black Widow if it came out for that that same price? Yes. Would I watch Black Widow for for double that price? Yes. You know, like <laughs> like don't tell them that
1: because they'll do it. You know. Yes. No. I, exactly. I mean, I guess you you sort of think of the cost, right? And we'll talk about Canadian dollars. Like going to the movies for you and I is what thirteen bucks a head. Something like that? Yeah, something like that. $13, so $26 for the pair, and then if you buy a popcorn and a drink, it's like another 20 goddamn dollars because popcorn's so expensive. So, you know, you're talking a $50 night out for two people. God forbid you have a family of two or four, or, you know, something like that where it's going to be $100. You know, I'd I'd be willing to pay $30, $40 for a, a movie as it came out. I've got a pretty good TV at home with a sound bar and stuff like you know, comfort. I, I'd watch probably a lot more, especially as a parent. I'd want to watch a lot more, n- not like the A movie, but like the B movies. Because I definitely, I'm sure you're the same. But Tiff and I, we only go to like the movies, like the the top four movies we want to see all year. Because you know, you got to get babysitting and you got to do all that stuff. Whereas if they kind of did more stuff like this, then yeah, we would definitely rent a lot more.
0: I think that the real issue. especially with other people who are like, I don't like this is the way that it's being done. Like I, I get that it's got a premium price point, but it's also locked behind a separate paywall. You need to have Disney plus to be able to get it. Yes. And if you say you buy it for the 30 odd dollars and then you let your Disney plus subscription lapse, you don't have the movie that you paid $30 for anymore. You know, like,
1: well, and that's the big question. I don't know. I haven't done a ton of research, so I don't know if they've been clear about this. But presumably, eventually, Mulan would be free on Disney Plus. You know, you sorry, you you pay for your Disney Plus subscription. Eventually, it just becomes a library collection you can watch at some point. Is there any perk other than getting access to it early for paying like your thirty dollars upfront? Have you heard of anything like that? No, I think that's no, it. I think it's just, just early access. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, because from what I, I've, I've read, everything about it is like, oh, no, you own it forever. And it's like, yeah, but I mean, if you just give it away to people for free later, you know, like, what what do I own? Kind of a thing. you know. Well, like,
1: maybe if you do let your dips, oh, my God, Dipsy, your Disney Plus subscription lapse, maybe you do still own that movie that you've bought. Or, or are you actually buying it or are you just buying a ticket? you know, quote unquote, ticket to watch the movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i going to give you a little tip. Mm-hmm. Give you a little tip from Uncle Mike here and his sweat stained. Okay, I was going to say Uncle Mike
1: and his wife beater. I don't know if I want to listen to this tip, Mike. No, it's a good tip. It's a good tip. <laughs> if you are interested in buying digital
0: movies and you can be patient, my suggestion is there's a subreddit called Digital Code Cell, where you can go and you can buy movies for substantially cheaper than it would cost to just buy them outright, kind of a thing. Like a movie right. that you could buy for $20, you could buy for $10, $8. Mm-hmm. And if you're even more patient, if it's a movie that there's a lot of copies of, then you can get it for even cheaper, $2, $4. Right. And I mean, like... If you if that's what you want to do is is watch your movies in a digital sense and you can be patient, you can own those movies anywhere you want because people will sell codes for iTunes, they'll sell codes for Google Play, they'll do this is what I this is what I've used. I use Movies Anywhere because I I cheated. I went to the states and I set up a Movies Anywhere account because you can't do it unless you're in the states. Yeah, and I linked it with my Google account and my iTunes account. So anytime I get a movie, it just goes everywhere for me, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So in theory, if I wanted to buy a movie, like there's a couple movies, and I've done this a few times, because I have movies where I have a digital copy and it just doesn't work, kind of a thing. So I'll I'll buy a different digital copy of it and then it'll sync to my Canadian account and then bam, I got it, kind of a right. thing. Right. And it's it's a great place to get you know, cheap digital movies. If you if it's something that you want to keep, no, I'm not saying I'm on there every day buying like a crap ton of movies. But if you're like, man, is Ghostbusters too cheap? You could probably find Ghostbusters two on there for like four dollars, and then you'd own it instead of renting it for five dollars. Because I feel mm-hmm. like four ninety nine is the most common rental price for yeah. I was gonna say four ninety nine, five ninety
1: nine, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: I mean, something to think about if you want to if you want to save some money and get your digital movies. I mean obviously I don't think Mulan on Disney Plus is going to be on there but
1: well not until it comes out on Blu-ray anyway.
0: That's true. When it comes out on Blu-ray you'll get those codes. That's how you always know what movie you're like, "Oh, what 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 do I get the the code for, you know? Oh, the new Star Wars movie just came out. I'll, I'll pop on there. Bam, codes everywhere."
1: All right. Yeah, so there's your advice from Scott Yeah, great great idea. Mike. Great advice there, sweaty uncle Mike. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think on that note, unless there's something else you got to say. No,
1: that's it, Mike. I think it's a good place to end.
0: All right. I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Part Time Nerds, Full Time Dads. You can follow along on our adventures in parenting at parttime nerds, full-time dads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, iHeartRadio. Is that Amazon One Live yet?
1: I don't think so, not yet.
0: And all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us, you can let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong. You can send an email to the dads at part-time nerds, or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT Nerds FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Till next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again uh, soon.